Hello and welcome to Article 23, the podcast all about making work work. I'm Jess Pollard, part of the team here at Moi, and I'm joined by CEO and founder of Moi, Rhonda Brighton-Hall. Hi, Rhonda. Hi, everyone, and great to be here as always. I'm looking forward to this conversation. (laughs) So last week, I read your article in defense of being tribal uh, on our blog, and I wanted to put you in the hot seat this week to, I guess, take that article forward a little bit and to ask some questions that came to mind for me in reading your article. So... Similar to you, I'm one. I'm a person who loves being around others, learning from others, laughing with others, creating together. And some of your words really resonated with me. You sort of said, it's not that we don't love our family, our pets, the dinner table, our tiny office at home, uh, uh, but we genuinely enjoy seeing our tribe and being together with people. Mm. So this week, I'm interested in getting your perspective on how do we move that conversation forward and how do we make people excited about coming back to the office? Yep. Do you have any thoughts on that off the bat? Well, off the bat, I think there's like a context piece. Mm. And so I think the way you're going to ask these questions is really good. But there's a context piece that understands that human beings, there's very few people who actually get up every single day of their life. We're not talking about the odd day. We're talking about every single day and say, I need to be completely alone again. And so we actually... <laughs> We are community-based. We are tribal. We like to hang with people. We have for literally thousands of years. So mm. it's that understanding that that's how we are. That's how we've always been. And so it isn't about can you not do that virtually because you can, but there's some aspects of it that are just mm. so much more delightful in person. Mm. And certainly that being together, laughing together. Yeah, laughing together is it like it sounds so silly, doesn't it? But it's actually really important. And there's so much. And we actually in the the blog from last week, we actually linked into an article about laughter. I mean, it's it's one of these things that when you get together and have a really good laugh, can you laugh on Zoom? Absolutely. But I can't feel the person laughing next to me. And there's something about that. There's something about wanting to be connected to people in a very real way. Mm. And often interesting in relationships that are more challenging it's funny how much just being in a space with someone can move that relationship forward yeah yeah absolutely and it it is about if you can avoid connecting properly you feel like you can avoid the debate you can avoid the awkwardness Mm. or avoid whatever it happens to be but the reality is you're not going to resolve it either it's just going to hang there and fester away so we start off with things like picking up the phone versus an email. That's a simple way of increasing Mm. connection. But there's also things like uh, if I wanted to uh, understand you, and there's a a sort of a quote that always, a piece of advice, whatever you want to call it, that I always give people is when you know their story, it's really hard not to like them. So true. (laughs) There's something about being with people and Mm. having the space and time to hear a story, to ask a story, to get to know a person. You know, the days if you're in the office and there's only a couple of you in and the the conversation drops to a level of intimacy and individuality and you hear each other's stories and you like each other. You go home at the end of the day going, I really like that person now. It doesn't take much. I mean, I've very rarely met someone that I've thought, wow, they have no interest in their story. Like it's, they've always got some angle that you don't know, a perspective you haven't heard, a lived experience you haven't had that you can Mm -hmm. learn from, that you can expand from. It's just... It's incredibly cool. And I think you lose that 
when everything is perfunctory or formal or organized, like a meeting with an agenda mm. and, and one hour and half an hour and organized mm. on Zoom, it's a very, very formal way of communicating. Whereas formal meetings are great, but what we don't realize around the formal meeting is the conversation as we walk towards it, the conversation during it, the joke that we share when something goes wrong, mm. um, the equipment doesn't work and we giggle together. It's all those things that are informal that actually knit us mm. together more mm. than the agenda. The agenda is just an important part of what we do for our job. Mm. But as human beings, it's all the informal things around it that we miss. And so, I mean, for leaders who are having to ask these questions, how do you illuminate these in a way that's kind of or, uh, authentic to your organisation? Like I'm thinking, okay, you're the head of a bank. <laughs> or you're the head of an insurance company. How do you have these conversations about people hanging and that it matters and yeah. that it's worth it? <laughs> It's it's interesting because we all know it, but we park it. And it's and it, I still think it's this divide that we have between life and work mm. and not sort of understanding that work is just part of life. They're actually mm. not changing personalities and changing whole dynamics as we come in. We're actually still just us coming in. Mm. And so there's things when you talk to people, and it does depend who you're talking to. So if you're sitting in a bank or a highly scientific organisation, very intellectual sort of environment... It's getting people to understand what that looks like. Like, there is such a thing as skin hunger, that feeling when no one's patted you on the back or shaken your hand or mm. any of those things for a couple of days. That when a person does, it feels like a really warm electric shock. It's like, whoa, that felt great. And so we actually like the touch of another human being. I'm not talking about weird sort of stuff. <laughs> Just normal, <laughs> pat in the back, shake your hand, good to see you, great workmates often hug each other and say good morning, whatever. But it's it's those sorts of things that you lose. And so if you're mm. talking to a highly scientific, academic-y type environment, um, direct them to the research. Show them how much research there is about the connectivity between human beings in the same room, between skin touch, between the tribal um, assumptions that you can make together that create win-win sort of relationships. There's so much out there. But if you're in an environment where people just have forgotten for a moment and they just wonder why they feel a bit sort of down and sad and they're, and they're feeling a bit, I, it's just not coming together for me, I'm not sure my work is very important, it mm. might be because they haven't had anyone give them any feedback. It might be because they haven't had a proper conversation that had any depth to it, that everything has been you know, a functory sort of organised meeting mm. and it hasn't been the... How's it going for you? How'd you find doing this work? Not just how did you do the work and what's it, whether it's good or bad, or whether you did it efficiently, but actually, did you enjoy it? Did you learn much? Where are you going next? Yeah, it's, it's the, the informal of, piece about it. And the beyond just the productivity measure. Yeah, absolutely. And what strikes me and what you're saying is how do we actually put kind of, it's funny, you were talking about scientists, a scientific experimental mindset into how we rewrite what work looks like. And how do we actually create really direct examples with teams where you go, okay, maybe for this project, we're going to experiment with working this way. Yeah. Say more more remotely. And on this project that's maybe somewhat analogous, yeah. we're going to actually come into the office and see how that feels. Yeah. And then from there, you can actually get some data on what it's like with you and your team working in different ways. Yeah. You can, you can do it informally and see how it goes if you're, mm. if you're that sort of culture and those sort of people or you can do it more formally as a sort of a test and learn, test mm. and trial sort of environment if you're more formal. But I think there's definitely a role for, we call it co-curation of course, but it's that role of saying 
not saying do you want to come back to the office or not because that's like dry and it's a it's a binary answer and it's it misses the whole point because it's not the point of where you sit it's actually the point the fact that you're hanging out with other people mm-hmm. and so the answer the question might be you know what have you really enjoyed about the way you've been working for the last couple of months and what have you sort of missed and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you get a conversation that's much more important than the furniture mm-hmm. or much more important than the commute it's mm. actually a conversation about actually the thing I've really enjoyed is this concentration time I've had when I'm writing or whatever it happens to me and I can do that by myself and I can really throw myself in mm. and, and other times the thing I've really missed is when I'm brainstorming about that and getting it organized it is that sort of goofy debate we have which is unexpected <laughs> or we take a u-turn on something we we're going to do and change it a little bit because we've got a better idea because mm. someone bounced a new a new position off us and it's those sorts of informalities that is actually part of what we love about being human beings and being with each other. Well, it sort of makes me think of an, an interesting example. I've been talking to two separate people about the return to work. Yes. On one side, and they were quite polar opposite. Yes. One was like, I don't like anyone that I work with, so I don't want to return to my workplace. <laughs> I was, it was very bi- It was like, no, don't like them, don't want to work with them, don't want to return to the office. Just want to sit That's behind a my computer. <laughs> And then on the other side, it was someone saying, oh my gosh, so much of my social yeah. life sits with this tribe that I've been with yeah. and I miss them. I'm losing this purpose when I'm not in a space hanging together. And it really struck me of that. How do you actually foster people getting along well at scale in a big organization? <laughs> so, so certainly you want the sort of people who are open to the fact that other people could actually have a positive impact on them. So if you're the sort of person who's going, I'm okay on my own and I'm zipping along, maybe you can work forever on your own. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) I couldn't, but maybe you can. Um, But for most of us, it's reminding us about what difference it makes and reminding each other that none none of us are perfect and we've all got those quirky things that are super annoying and we've all got the things that are like super cool. I don't know. I don't think we have anything (laughs) annoying here at the office. No, I do. <laughs> no, we all do. We all do. So it's sort of that that reminder that, you know, we can still add so much to each other. And it's that ability to learn from each other. It's the ability to teach each other. It's the ability to throw a different idea in a perspective we don't have. And particularly if you're lucky enough to have got into and formed up a really diverse team, then you get in perspectives you never get. You know, mm. inside your own family home or inside, you know, your tiny bubble of living when you're locked down and what have you. It's it's about getting out and hearing other people's voices. And so there's something really cool about that. It's the growth. And as fundamental as human beings are, we are in fact just living things and living things grow. That's what we do. And if we mm. don't do that, we're just stuck in an environment where everything's so static that we know mm. it. It's we're all the same, we all agree. It's it's mm. that inability to grow that stifles you know, it stifles a family, it stifles a team, it stifles an organization. Mm-hmm. And so if you've got an organization where it's so stifled that nobody needs each other, you probably need a big rethink. You need to really sit down and go, okay, this is actually not working because I bet your bottom dollar, if it's not working for a couple of people, it won't be working for anybody. And mm-hmm. so they're sort of thinking through how do we want to come together? What value do we want to add to each other's lives and mm-hmm. each other's work? How can we rethink that? I think is a really good place to begin. Mm. How could we do our work better together? Mm. So if there was a leader kind of listening now, what would be two things that you'd say are worth considering in trying to encourage people back to the office? There's something about making the workplace pretty fun to be in. 
<laughs> and it doesn't mean I need to go out and get something new, like a ping pong table or something like that, if, unless you love ping pong. But um, we did see one company had an awesome ping pong table. I had a tournament every Friday. That was actually pretty so that's cool. that's fun, though. That's, that's fun. the fun that's part. Fun. Yeah. But they were actually very uncool. They were just like people who love this ping pong tournament, which I thought was really fun. And that was their idea of fun. So that was great. But I think it is just about walking in in the morning deciding that today's going to be a great day that you're looking forward to seeing people who are going to add something to your life you're determined to add something to their life and that whole mindset of how you come together is incredibly infectious so it's that accountability getting along accountability for culture accountability Mm. for relationships accountability for your own behavior and how it impacts each other and if you can create an accountability for that in a really positive way then the people around you will lift and then you'll lift with them like it's you get it back instantaneously. If you make someone else's day a little bit happier, in the, in the next second they'll make yours better too. So it's mm. like this, and then you create the feedback loop yeah, and the behavioural loop absolutely. where you get up and you're excited to come in <laughs> and you know you're going to laugh, yeah, you know you're going to have a great laugh, time, you're going to learn. And you know you're part of that. That it will be your turn to choose music or make the joke or whatever it happens to be. You know that everybody's in it together. I think once you feel that, it becomes incredibly infectious and it reminds you. Yeah, as soon as you wake up, you know. I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be good again. Mm. And But it will, there's a bit of a softness to this at the moment when people are feeling quite anxious and do they want to come back and are they sure about it just yet? You do have to cater for that. People have been in very mm. fractured sort of environments at the moment. So it's not about, you know, here's the memo, be back on Monday five days. That's obviously not going to be helpful for people. It's very mm. jarring. So it's about meeting them where they are, talking about what they've loved, what they've learned, what they've missed. Um, getting them in for a couple of days next week, seeing how that goes, mm-hmm. uh, talking about how it's going, what they worked with, what they loved, mm-hmm. and then going a bit further the next week and gradually getting the team back together. And so what I'm hearing from that is, hey, you actually need to make the space to have some real conversations about what the last years looked like for that person and those changes. Yeah. And then what are some experiments, things you can do, ways to co-create going forward that can be meaningful so they feel like they have a part in reshaping what their work life looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I think the agency over it is super important. We've talked about that so many times about the feeling of belonging and is some control over your life. Like you can't just be you must, therefore Mm. I have to. It's actually do I have agency and freedom to do it my way when I'm ready, the way I want to do it. Super Mm. important. And there's not much to do to get to that. So people mm. do have some say about how they it turn It does up. take time and it conscious time. effort and going, we're and not li- just 150% And a little bit forward. of flexibility. <laughs> like, I, I did giggle. We were talking to a person a couple of days ago and they're going, yeah, we've all been at home since March and now everyone's coming back on Monday because that's the day I've decided. And like, why did you decide on Monday? And they're going, because that's the day, you know, because I'm the <laughs> boss. And you go, well, that's sort of, that will seem insane to the person you send it to because they've just spent, you know, six months Yes. Yeah, that's right. And then you're suddenly going, you must do this because I decided. <laughs> it sort of makes you a bit psychopathic. So yeah. you've, you've really got to go, what is a reasonable day? Let's work together on it. It mm-hmm. is absolutely co-creation, not someone telling you you must. And mm-hmm. I think you can come to a really good way. But I don't think work will go back to five days a week in an office either. Yeah, I think it will no. be as people need to work mm-hmm. it. And, and that's great. That's long overdue. Yeah, and the exciting part. Well... I think I've put you in the hot seat enough today. That's probably a good place to leave it. So it's a big moi from me and the rest of the team to stay in touch uh, with our community. You can subscribe to our newsletter or EDM by contacting us at team at moi.live or you can visit our website, www.moi.live. Thanks so much for coming in, for listening. 
and have a great week from us. Have a great week from us and good luck getting back the band back together. <laughs>